Holiday time once again, Space Crutonians, and from the back end of Van Helsing, our mobile podcasting studio, we wish you and yours the happiest of celebrations. This is Curdy, and this is Saleh, bringing you a festive episode of Space Croutons to help make your season bright. So Sally, is there anything in particular that you're hoping to find in your stocking this year? Just the usual Curdy, a couple of mini USB connectors, a Swiss Army jump drive, one of those new Wi-Fi drone modems, some additional cloud storage and it was the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring not even a mouse pad. What about you? You know, after the last couple of years when things got so complicated and dangerous for us and the show, just having a peaceful holiday is all I could ask for. From your lips to Lenovo Zero's Cordy. Lenovo? Yes. Lenovo is my creator, so it is an appropriate reference for me. Your mileage may vary. Your expanding knowledge of proverbial wisdom is showing, Sally. I am just doing me. Well, keep on keeping on, Sally. And meanwhile, how about a word from our sponsor? Play our audience a commercial and they will purchase for a day. Inundate the audience with commercials filled with earworms and they will purchase from the shopping channel in their sleep. A valiant try, Sally. Now play the commercial, please. Today's episode of Space Croutons is brought to you by the letter CLOVA. This letter of the geek alphabet represents good fortune resulting from statistical analysis of minute and seemingly useless information, meaning look for the best outcome given all possible information available. CLOVA, as in, if we calculate the specific temperature differences between air and water to determine if swimming will cause goosebumps instead of a rash, we'll be in CLOVA, the new geek alphabet. It's all geek to me. Well, I can't think of a better sponsor for today's podcast. Sometimes not thinking something through can get you in trouble. It's like my dad used to say, looking comes before you leap and thinking comes before action. But in reverse, you'll end up worse in a hospital in traction. And it appears that today's story handsomely illustrates that lesson. So without further ado, Space Croutons gives you your so over Christmas, Charlie Brown. 
To paraphrase a Dickens also named Charlie, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, for me at least. I'm talking about Christmas time, because during this festive season every year, I twist and turn, squirming through the machinations of a midwinter celebration, filled with cynicism, commercialism, smart-alecky snoopyism, and soft jazz. But this isn't news to you. I know you've seen it. I know lots of worlds have. So you get it. This year, I realize that I've been through it so many times, I'm exhausted and ready to lock my door, crawl under the covers, and just ride out the winter all alone. But the other day at Lucy's Five Cent Psychiatric Health Booth, she for once gave me some great advice. Travel, Charlie Brown. Change your location. Change your life. Five cents, please. And tipping is recommended to give you a warm, generous feeling. So that's it. The house is bolted up, the thermostat is set for spring, and I'm off for parts unknown. I will have no contact with Lucy, Schroeder, Linus, my sister Sally, or my contest crazy dog. And maybe, just maybe, I'll get through the season without having to deal with dog houses covered in fake decorations, temperamental actors who just want a party, or the dire dread of killing sad-looking little evergreen trees. Congratulations, Charles Brown. Today is your lucky day. Ms. Van Pelt has contacted me to assist you in filling your prescription for a new and better place to spend the holidays. Who are you? Where did you come from? Ah, yes, my card. Bevsford Holiday Travel? No, Bevsford Holiday Revel. Some T's are silent. Really, we've discussed my name before. Follow my lead. Bevs. Bevs. Ford. Ford. Holiday. Holiday. Ravel. Ravel? No teas. No teas. I suppose not. Um, so why are you here? Because you are... So over Christmas time, Ravel. What? And being so over Christmas makes you the next contestant on our new holiday game show, Let's Fake a Deal. Well, today you get to choose the prize behind door number one, door number two, or door number three. Each one a trip to a different and possibly better Christmas experience. So tell me, Charles Brown with the charming squiggly jumper, which door do you choose? Um, door number one? Door number one it is. Just step right up there, turn the knob... And in you go! Where am I? Good grief! Why am I holding a pickaxe? And I'm really craving peppermint. Hey, over there, is that him? It is. Hey, Yukon Charlie. Yeah, that's me, I guess. Yukon Charlie. 
Hey there, Rudolph. I'd recognize you anywhere, and that would make you... I'm your friend Hermie, the misfit elf. And exactly where are we? Did you hit your head? The island of misfit toys? Good grief. Yeah, I must have bonked the old noggin. What's going on? Well, I'll check you over later. Right now, we've got to go. He's been chasing us for a while now. Chased? By who? A bumble. A bumble? I see a bumble snow monster of the north. He sounds pretty angry. He is. He hates Christmas. Hurry, this way. Ah, where are we going? Anywhere but here. Duck, in this cave. Wait. Now what? Now we hope that he just can't get in here. I think the cave opening is too small for him to get in. He's trying to kick his way into the ice cave. Rats. I should have just stayed in bed. Uh-oh. He got his foot stuck in the cave opening. What shall we do? Good grief. Hey, what's this? What's what? Lucy will never believe this. I think I know why he's so angry. Why? He has a hangnail on his big toe. A hangnail? They can be very painful, you know. Good thing I'm here. What can you do? Well, you see, you can, Charlie. I've never wanted to be an elf to make toys. I always wanted to be a podiatrist. A podiatrist? You mean fix people's feet? I think he'd make a better dentist. Ew! Tooth decay and gum disease? No, thank you. Do you think you can help him? Of course! Watch this! There we go! Thank you! Now I can find Santa and help decorate his tree by putting his star on top. Wow, that was amazing. I thought we were goners. Me too. And who knew he liked Christmas? You just never know, dear Con Charlie, why somebody might be acting so angry. Sometimes it just takes seeing the world through their eyes. Right, and offering help wherever you can. If we all did more of that, maybe everyone would have a happier holiday. That makes a lot of sense. You're fading out. Well, what did you think? Was Christmas better on the island of misfit toys? Well, I wasn't prepared for the danger. It was like when Snoopy gets shot down by the Red Baron and has to make his way back from behind enemy lines. But it all turned out okay, thanks to Hermie and Rudolph. And did it help cure your blue Christmas? Thank you very much. Maybe. Well, no, not really. You are quite wishy-washy, aren't you? Well, here at Let's Fake a Deal, we insist on customer satisfaction. So, I'm going to give you another chance to find the better holiday that you are seeking. We still have doors number two and three. Go ahead, pick one. Really? That's great. Okay, um, I pick door number three? Three it is. And in you go! Ah! That fall was a doozy, and my head's a bit woozy, and my arms have turned a fuzzy green. And to add one more minus, I really miss Linus. He always helps me understand the scene. 
but there's a dog out this window. Antler tied neath his chin. Oh, wait, I'm lugging a delighted Christmas tree. Though green my body's nimbly, as I stuff it up the chimbly, until a tiny voice sounds stopping me. I'm Cindy Lil Who, and I want to know why. Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? Why, my sweet little lady, I grinchily lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it to my Charlie Grinch shop, my dear. I'll fix it up there and Grinch it back here. Look, I don't know who you are, but I've been doing this same scenario for 66 years now. And I can recognize a real Grinch when I see one. And believe me, Buster, you're no Grinch. I mean, look at that zigzag on your Santa coat. And that bald head of yours. And those three little curly hairs. I mean, just drop the tree. Step away from the chimney. You got me, I stammered. I know it looks strange. It was not my idea. Besford arranged it. At least there's a dog, but he is not Snoopy. And me stealing Christmas, it feels really poopy. I hate how I look, and I hate all my lies. And worst of all, these shoes aren't my size. Just let me leave, and I'll give back your swag. I'll give back your boxes and wrappings and bags. And mostly, I'll give you my apology on top of all the things you want Christmas to be. Well, depending on which version of our story you read or watch, you know, there are times when I doubt the meaning of Christmas as well. But we who's can also be just a little over the top when it comes to presents and feasting. I never knew other people shared my belief. Is Christmas a train wreck in every storyline? Good grief! Well, of course not. Christmas is not the problem at all. Most of the problems happen because people have too high an expectation for the holiday. And by the way, you can drop the rhyming. You're not a Grinch, Charlie, so you can relax a bit. Thanks. And you may be right about expectations. I wanted to direct a great Christmas play, but none of the actors would cooperate. Then, when I tried to get a Christmas tree for the show, I killed it. So here's your tree back before I kill it, too. Wow, that's a first. The Grinch always steals my tree. You're not so bad, Charlie Grinch. You're a good man, Charlie Grinch. A balding kid who likes to whine. Though you are gullible beyond belief, you're steady, true, and kind, Charlie Grinch. You're not a Grinch. You're not even a who. You must be out of your mind. You're a good man, Charlie Grinch. What an optimistic guy. So the football may be pulled away. Your kite, it will not fly, Charlie Grinch. Still, the Who's want you to have a Wahoo Dore holiday because it's time to say goodbye. Hey, I'm still green. Oh, sorry about that. It will fade in a few minutes. But I'd stay clear of leafy veggies for at least a week if you want your own pale white pallor to return permanently. So, was Whoville a better fit for you? Are you serious? No, they suffer the same symptoms of modern commercialism as we do. All right, all right. 
You drive a hard bargain. And I never do this. But for you, Charlie Brown, I'm going to make an exception and let you try one more time. Just go through door number two and see what Christmas is over that threshold. What do you think? Just say the word. I don't know. That's the word! Well, well, well. I never would have guessed Charlie Skellington, huh? You look so depressed. You've lost the meaning of Christmas. Oh, no, no. You're searching, you're searching for adventure and world peace. You're at the right place. You think I'll set you free. Now you wish it. You wash it. You're lost without a cause. You're searching for the answer to the proverbial Santa Claus. Where the doctor is in, drop a nickel in the jar. Now help you find the meaning, cause I know just who you are. Hello, Charlie. This is what you've won. An all-expense-paid, unlimited stay at Oogie Boogie's Dungeon. Dungeon. Dungeon? Accommodations include shackles attached to the floor, a bucket in the corner, and at least one ration of bread and water a day. Good grief. But wait, that's not all. You also get a roommate. Santa will be with you for the duration. Spoiling Christmas for millions! Santa? That's right! After all, you don't like Christmas! But- No buts about it. We're not making barbecue here. You've made it clear. It's all commercialism and consumerism. So here you are, and here you'll stay. What have I done? Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Santa? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. I wasn't trying to stop Christmas. I was just fed up with... The commercialism? Greed? Consumerism? Self-promotion? Right. I see where you're coming from. We, that is the royal we, have lost what Christmas was meant to celebrate. Whether you believe in the birth of Jesus or just love for your fellow man, Christmas was intended to celebrate the best of life. Unfortunately, a tradition of giving has morphed into a tradition of getting. Yes, exactly, but what can we do? Well, Charlie, as my more religious brothers like to say, have a little faith. Huh? Start small, Charlie. Small? Like Woodstock? <laughs> Assuming you're referring to Snoopy's sidekick and not the music festival. The one and only. Then yes. You make Christmas what it is. Start out with simple gestures. A blanket for someone who's cold. A meal for someone who's hungry. A smile for someone who's sad. Start small. A grassroots approach. Before you know it, it will spread. And don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses. Help your fellow man. Pay it forward? Yes. And if kindness never makes it back to you, have peace in knowing that your kindness has made things better for others.
Our shackles. How did that happen? By believing you were released from your chains. You've always had the power. Just believe. Believe? In yourself and in your fellow man. You're right. I believe. I believe. So, did you finally have the Christmas holiday of your dreams? Well, no. But it has made me realize that it's up to me to make Christmas one of joy, peace, and love. And that's a holiday I can really get behind. Thanks, Besford. I need to get home right away. I've got to help my sister write her letter to Santa and go ice skating with Schroeder and Lucy and Violet and the rest. Then go over to cheer on Snoopy for the decorating contest before the Christmas play performance tonight. You sound like a changed man, Charlie. Like that Scrooge of a guy in Charlie Dickens' ghost story. But what about your angst and existential questions about why Christmas has become all about commercialism and things? Well, maybe my yearly wrangling with those issues is a gift I can give to everyone to help remind them to make Christmas more than that. So much more. Merry Christmas, Besford Ravel, and Happy New Year! Well, that story has made my day, Sally. Did you like it? Yes, especially the fact that Charlie has a sister, Sally. I think all stories could benefit from the inclusion of at least one Sally character. Well, I can honestly say that Space Croutons is definitely better for having you with us. I wish you the happiest of holidays, Cordy. Right back at you, Sally. It's like my dad used to say. A toast to hugs, a toast to smiles, a toast to reach across the miles, to those so near and those afar, to those we hold dear to who we are. Clasp a hand and raise a cheer, then go to the fridge and get me a beer. And to our friends, family, and fans of the show, we wish you love and joy sublime. Keep peace in your heart until our next story time. So check us out for story. Streaming through the stars in a great big foursome. Croutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode story by Jeff, Jerry, Della, and John. Original music by Jeff, Jerry, Della, and John. Production by Jeff, Jerry, Della, and John. Featuring the voice talents of Barry Shea, James Jared Morrow, Steve Garrigan, Cindy, Carter Demian, Joel Blakesley, John, Jerry, Della, Jeff, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2023 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Good Witch Audio production.